he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. And that's a wrap on charity season. Ooh. How do you feel? I feel mixed, I'll say. I feel good. I'm excited for Charity and Dot, and they look so happy. I mean, spoiler alert, guys, Charity's engaged yeah. to Dot. <laughs> but they look so happy and in love. And so I'm really like happy for them. And it was like good to see a happy moment come out of this three-hour-long finale. However, I will say I'm tired. I feel like it's getting to the point now where Jesse Palmer you are insulting my intelligence with your constant, mm. like, this is going to be something we've never done before. And it's like, I guess technically, yes, but do you need to hype it up in this way? Did this need to be three hours? I won't even watch a movie if it's more than two hours. And yet somehow I find myself every single Bachelor finale sitting there for three plus hours. And I just don't understand where my body gets that kind of energy to do that. Yeah, I mean, I felt like a meme. I was staring at the TV giving Jesse Palmer <laughs> such dirty looks. Like, I mean, I thought the finale overall was good. I'm happy that Joey's the next Bachelor. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm happy for Charity and Dotton. I'm happy for a lot of things that happened this episode. But Jesse specifically, I was just like... <laughs> Just the human clickbait of like shock waves are gonna come down your spine. <laughs> like, Bachelor Nation is going about? to you're gonna drop dead from this news. And it's like literally, no, we are not. This is below a life-changing cruise. What happened? Okay. We need to just like get into all of it. Yeah. Should we just start at the beginning? Cause I feel like it's a very good place to start, I think, that Mary Poppins song No, said. that was uh, Sound of Music, but... Mother <laughs> effort, Both Julie sorry. Andrews, so <laughs> you're on the right oh, track. Okay. Sure, we can start at the beginning. It is a very good place to start. It is a good place to start. I think the thing that also was kind of a bummer for me is that in the very beginning, we're seeing, like, this is a star-studded audience. It's like we have mm. Rachel, there's Brayden, there's Gabby with her new girlfriend, there's Sweet Nums and 747 Flyer in the audience, Joe and Serena, Zach Shellcross. Like, there were so many people in the audience, and we didn't hear from them once. And that's just kind of what was really frustrating to me. It's just like, why have them there then? You got me all excited to see, like, Gabby and her new girlfriend, and then you didn't even talk to her. What the fuck? Well, this is what I kind of mean with like human clickbait. Though. Yeah. This is giving Kelly in the audience during Peter <laughs> and Madison's yeah. after the final rose segment. Like they're putting you there so people talk about it and you kind of get buzzing. And then to just not give us anything. The joke is kind of over now. Right. Like I'm kind of getting annoyed. When I saw Sweet Nums there and what would you call him? 747? 747 that That's his Instagram handle. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if as many people, I don't think as many people know Peter's dad's Instagram as they do Sweet Nums. His Instagram handle okay. is it's 747 Flyer. I think it's 747. It's one of the sevens, those planes. Um, well, yeah. yeah. Barb posted, well, I went to Barb's Instagram after I saw her and she posted with her and her husband and she's like, guess where we're going tonight? Like, she looked gorgeous. They looked great. But it's like, I don't know. You guys obviously probably saw the that I posted that... I was kind of hopeful that maybe by them being in the audience, it meant something. You know I'm all for, like, a good shakeup. Yeah. Like I said, I'm happy Joey's The Bachelor, but, like, what I would be a lot more excited about is if Pilot Pete was The Bachelor. Not because, like, Peter's more deserving or better or anything. It's just I'm sick of the same right. Routine. And I think in a case like Peter, it's just, like, we've known him for much longer, so we're just more invested in his storyline yeah. than Joey, who we've literally just met. 
Um, and then in Sweet Num's case too, I was also shocked to see her there because never forget, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, I've DM'd with her on Instagram trying to get her to come on for an interview. And she said to me, I don't associate with the show anymore. And I and she's like, put it this way, all that glitters is not gold. I would never recommend yes. someone go on this show. And then here she is in the audience. So Sweet Num's, why the change of heart? If you're not there to Where announce your son to be The Bachelor. Right. Where do they live? L.A. Do you know? They're in L.A. They're in Westlake they Village. Do, yeah. I, I was going to say, if they didn't live in L.A., I could see ABC reaching out because they know by them being in the audience that would get people talking and that's all they fucking want. And if they said like, hey, all flights, expenses, hotel paid for you and your husband to get a little mini getaway mm-hmm. on us. And they may just take that because like, that's fucking cool. Right. But if you're in L.A. But I guess that's all the reason why less- it's like it's more convenient for them. They're like, yeah, it's just like a fun little night out. Let's go. But if she's anti the franchise, why is she there? It's a really good point. I know. Um, I will say, though, it was really comforting to see her in the box again, you know? Oh, like, yes. Bart's I face in the box just brings me back to a simpler, more beautiful time. And it was really nice to reminisce on that moment. God, you're so right. And that's why when I say that <laughs> Pilot Pete as The Bachelor would have been a more exciting choice. Yeah. Because, like, Barb needs to be back in the box. There hasn't been a moment like that on the show since. And there won't be another moment like that again until Barb comes back I know. in the box. I know. So that should maybe be the title of this episode, Barb in a Box. Barb in the Box. Yeah. I mean, for SEO, I've already had the title picked. Okay, that's fine. Well, okay. now you guys can see how the ma- how the sausage gets made, brainstorming these titles <laughs> in the episode. Wait, and um, other people that were in the audience. So, okay, Rachel Recchia and Brayden mm-hmm. were sitting together. Again, this is ABC making their little concoctions, like little scientists trying to make, like, drum up some drama or get people talking. But Jesse ruined it because he's like, yeah. we've got some people in the audience. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Brayden and Rachel who are rumored to have gotten cozy in paradise. It's like... Tell me they don't end up together in paradise without telling me they don't end up in right, paradise. Right, it's like, now that like, you said it, Jesse, we know it didn't it's happen. It's not a thing. <laughs> cool, thanks. I, I almost feel like you should have just, like, kind of, like Barb, let it be, yeah. let people wonder, and then that's it. I know. But now you're basically telling us nothing happens with them, so cool. Right, it's just so amateur. It's just like, again, insulting to our intelligence. It's just like, how do they not know that it would be more effective to not say these things and let people speculate. That's what I can't understand. I mean, what I can't understand is at this point why we don't work on this show, because I feel like we would do a better job. I know. But let's get into the actual, this is all literally about just like (laughs) the audience and what's happening around Charity's finale. But in Charity's Mm -hmm. finale, we start with Aaron B, who I think is so funny that like he officially snuck his way into third place. Does this mean Xavier is now fourth place? I think technically, like when Bachelor Data covers this season in years to come, will Aaron B be third or fourth? I'm sure she'll do like a a three slash four. I think, but I think he should technically be three. Yeah, I agree with that. It's funny. I thought it it was really funny in his. Well, maybe this is jumping a little too much, but after they show, like, you know, his scenes with Charity and she sends him home, he's in the hot seat for literally 7.5 seconds. And he literally (laughs) sits there and is like, yeah, that was really hard. Okay, I'm going to paradise. Okay, bye. Mm -hmm. And literally that's it. Like, it was the shortest hot seat I've ever seen in my life. I literally put in my notes, ha, 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 ha. They didn't even let him talk. That was the shortest hot seat I've ever seen. And why didn't Charity have to sit with him? Right. No, exactly. It literally was like, okay, break up, cut to Aaron B in the live studio sitting there. And it's like, 
here's Aaron B. Thank you, Aaron B. And then just right. like on to the next scene. And that was Aaron no, B. No, because you're right. Normally Charity would come out and they'd have a conversation, blah, blah, blah. They had to save time for the random girl in the audience that's going to be joining Joey's season. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Aaron yeah. didn't get to have a closure with Charity. One thing that Jesse asked Aaron that I wrote down, he goes, how difficult was it for you to fly all the way to Fiji just to be sent home? Like, I don't fucking know, Jesse. What do you think? How difficult do you think it was? Probably I mean, I guess the difficult. flight was free. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, but 12 hours, that's a hefty flight. That's really a tough one. Also, I clocked too. He said something along the lines of the 12 hour flight was the hardest part of the breakup. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> okay. like, yes, 12 hour flights suck. But like, I think breakups are a little more sucky than just like sitting on a plane. Maybe they hit some turbulence. Oh, okay. That changes everything. Yeah. Maybe he was, honestly, he was probably in a middle seat. Okay, honestly? On a 12-hour? No, I will say, if you had to give me a choice, have the most devastating, most gut-wrenching heartbreak of your life, or sit in a middle seat for 12 hours... Break my heart. I think I'm, yeah, break my heart, like punch me in the face and throw me on the ground. I, yeah, I would rather die. Yeah. So yeah, we, we find out Aaron's going to paradise. We knew that because we have that Patreon episode Mm -hmm. that we did with Reality Steve and we know Aaron's going to paradise. We know all what's going on in paradise. If you guys want to know what's about to come this fall in paradise, go to patreon.com slash she's all batch. That link will be in the episode description. Mm -hmm. But Aaron leaves. Goodbye, Aaron. We're down to the two that we knew were going to be the two the whole time. Yeah. And Aaron just sucked up the first half hour of that. What did you think about the drama of Charity's family kind of favoring Joey over Dotton? Did you feel like it was forced? I did think it was a little forced. I think in general, there were a lot of moments where they were really trying to get us to believe that it was closer between Dotton and Joey than it really was. However, the whole thing with Charity's family, I was very confused because some of the things that they're saying about Dotton is like, oh, he's familiar. Like, oh, with Dotton, you laugh a lot and there's more PDA. But as they're saying that, there's like scary music and they're saying that as if that's like a bad thing. I'm like, what's the issue with Dotton? I think they said um, she's saying it to her when Dotton was there, but she was saying it about Joey. That's why the scary music was there. I think. I think they said Dotton's more familiar, so he's the easy choice, but you laugh more with Joey and there's more PDA. I literally thought they were saying, like, yeah, guys, (laughs) Dotton's not good. You laugh a lot with him. Like, stop (laughs) doing that. I was so confused. Um, Honestly, that makes a lot more sense. You take one bathroom break and everything can be confusing (laughs) on the show. I did kind of understand, though, where Charity's mom was coming from in that, like, she didn't want to like publicly say one person over the other, just be like letting it be fully Charity's decision. And while I get that that was frustrating for Charity, because she's like, hello, you're here to give me feedback, like give me some advice. I want to know what you think. I think it was smart of her to not say anything. Because then like, if she had said, oh no, you should pick Joey. And then Charity ends up with Dotton. It's like setting them up to be on like a bad foot because Dotton's going to watch that back and be like, hey, Charity's mom, my future mother-in-law, what the heck? Yeah, but that's happened so many times. I feel like I always bring up Ben Higgins season, but on Ben Higgins season, the family um, liked JoJo better. Yeah. And they like told him to his right, face. But, and They're look like, how that all turned out. Well, I know. But I feel like in this specific situation, everyone knew that Dotton was the right choice, that they had to make some kind of mm. drama. Like even in JoJo season, 
you knew that Jordan was going to win. There was no chance that Robbie was going to win. But like the, the finale was all about how like Jordan didn't ask her the dad in advance for um, mm-hmm. his permission. Yeah. Even though he ended up doing it later and it was fine. But like there always has to be like that last minute like drama, mm-hmm. even though there wasn't drama. What right. I am confused about, and I would like answers. Where the hell was Nehemiah, her brother? <laughs> so true. <laughs> like, if he was there, he was important enough to be there night one with his disguise. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. If she was this torn and her family was this torn, why wouldn't they bring in Nehemiah to crack the case on who she I should know. pick? That's so weird that he wouldn't. It is odd. And then he wasn't at after the final rose. Yeah. Like, where are you, Nehemiah? Where are you? Nehemiah, slide into our DMs and let us know you're okay. We're worried yeah. about you. This is Charity's biggest moment, and you're not there. You know what? Just like at Men Tell All, he was probably in the audience tonight, but we just didn't notice him because he was wearing a disguise. Oh, yeah. So true. But weird, right? Like he was. That is weird. Like They made the entire episode around this man. Right, and like how close they are, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He came out of the limo. Like, they focused a lot on him. For him not even to be a mention here, maybe, like, he couldn't fly out. I know, but then they would say that, right? Be like, oh, it's such a bummer he couldn't come because <laughs> Wait, XYZ I know reason. why. They have budget cuts, and, like, oh Aaron God. B probably <laughs> took his Aaron flight. Aaron B took his flight. <laughs> no. Yeah, They're you're They're like, sorry. Right. That honestly is. Those flights are expensive. Yeah. Yeah, but ABC can pay for it. I don't know. Maybe that's why this needed to be three hours. They're, like, making up the ad dollars back. Well, I literally tweeted, too, like, look, I understand I'm not someone that's going to complain about ads for the most part because I understand that these are businesses. They're Mm -hmm. not airing a TV show on television solely for our entertainment. They are doing it because this is a business and they're making money. Yeah. But, like, literally this After the Final Rose special, they would be like, all right, come back for the big surprise. They come (laughs) back and they say two sentences and they're like, okay, we'll be right back after this. And I'm like, dude – it was bad. It, it was, was like really bad. Exceptionally bad. Because I feel like when you would come back, there wouldn't be that much that you would get before yes. you left again. Yes. And I think just knowing the way they tease us, like I knew I was not getting a life-changing surprise at the end of this show. I know. But we I knew. wish I was. Well, yeah. We all wish we were getting a life-changing surprise, but you know, that's not always in the cards. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about the breakup between Charity and Joey, but before we get into that, we need to tell you guys a little bit about Lumi CBD microdose gummies. I've told you guys about these gummies on the podcast before um, and how I've been obsessed with them and they really have been helping me sleep. And I just want to let you know, like I love them so much that I just repurchased them with my own hard-earned dollars. You guys know we obviously get packages and PR and stuff to try products. We got CBD gummies. I was loving them and I ran out and I was like, oh, now I need to go buy more. That's how much I love them. A true customer. I really am. If you're looking to like relax, ease your anxiety, kind of like get yourself off that mental hamster wheel. I'm someone that gets like mind race at night and Mm -hmm. I can't go to sleep because I'll be thinking about 10 million things I need to do the next day. These microdose gummies help that 100%. So what they are are real fruit gummies. They're infused with entry-level doses of THC, and it's like the sweet spot between CBD and THC that gives you the benefit of both. Totally. Yeah. So you guys, you're not going to feel like you're high. I think the combination that they have just gives you a nice, relaxing feeling in your body, like I like to describe it as like I feel like my body is melting into yeah, my bed. Weighted. Like my right, yeah. Like I almost feel like I'm wearing a weighted blanket. Like I just feel like I'm I'm heavier in my bed mm. in a good way. Like 
me and my better one when I'm laying there. I love that. Mm -hmm. So we highly recommend these microdose gummies. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, you could go to microdose.com. And if you enter code she's all batch, you will get free shipping and 30% off your first order. And it's a big jar of gummies that you get. It lasts well over what, a month? Oh, if you take definitely. it every single night, well, yeah, I do take them every single night. And oh, so you tell me, well, how, how long we does it got last? them for the first time when we first started talking about them on the podcast, and I've just now only had to repurchase, and I've only repurchased once so far. So that thing of gummies lasted me all that time. Check out Microdose. Go to microdose.com. Code she's all batch thirty percent off. Free shipping. Check it out. Okay, so Joey's breakup probably was one of the most heartbreaking yeah. we've seen on this show in quite some time. Well, I'm shocked for a couple reasons. I'm one shocked that she like let him arrive at the altar thing because I feel like sometimes the lead will go to their runner up's room beforehand to like let them down easy so that it's not like so. They haven't done that in a while. I know, but like why? Especially in this case with Joey, what really broke my heart is like he gives his little speech and then he's like about to get down on one knee. Like you saw motion and then Charity's like, wait, no, stop. And then I think he kind of knew it wasn't him. But that's rough. Like spare the guy. Break up with him like 20 minutes before when he's still in his hotel room. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, I always think that like there probably is some type of production reason. Like I saw people on Twitter complaining about like why let him go through the speech. Well, because she's probably told to do that. Right, it, it would right. be really weird if when he got there, she just breaks up with him and he doesn't say anything and that's mm -hmm. it. Also, it gets more emotion out of him if he like shares how he feels and it's yeah. a more dramatic scene which ultimately that's what they want his face when she stops him from proposing like broke my heart um charity tells him like that she is in love with him like in love but says i've found a deeper love with someone else i felt like what she was saying to him like i really love their love together but i felt some of the things that were being said weren't the greatest considering you were getting engaged to someone else but this is the show. Like, that's what happens every season, but it's... Yeah, I think it's a classic case, though, of, like, once she removes herself from the show and she's been engaged to Dalton, I think she'll look back on her relationship with Joey and be like, yeah, I had love for Joey, but I don't know well, if she's necessarily in love with him. Yeah. Well, but she says when she's on the show, like, she's in love with him. But I think maybe yeah, yeah, she'll yeah. look back and be like, mm, that was the Fiji talking of it all. Too romantic of a spot. So we cut to Joey and Charity in the after the final rose live stage. Yeah. Why did Joey look so much hotter? What um, happened to this man? He was it haircut? haircut? Was mm -hmm. it hitting the gym? I'm like, like his face looked different. His hair looked it's the different. Hair. No, it's the hair because like the hair was out of his face more. His hair mm. was so long at the finale. Someone I saw online, someone's like, if you had cut that hair sooner, Joey, you would have gotten engaged. <laughs> like he really did. He looks so much better. Yeah. And I'm sure they probably gave him like a spray tan. Sure. Yeah. Spruce him up a little bit. He looked really freaking hot. What I thought was really interesting in his sit down with Charity he didn't ask a lot of the typical questions that a runner-up would ask the lead. Like, when did you know it wasn't me? How did you feel, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like their talking together was really just like, I respect you, you respect me, we have a great love, okay, bye. Like, there was not, like, I feel like there's usually, like, some kind of closure needed or more questions asked. Yeah, well, I was going to say, though, too, do you think maybe they weren't, like, he wasn't so upset and asking all those questions because he knew already that he was going to be The Bachelor versus I feel like in other 
But we didn't announce. know for sure No, yet. I know, but Joey knew. Whereas, like, I feel like in other announcements, even the person who is the lead doesn't know yet till they announce it. Like, in Gabby and Rachel's case, they didn't know if they were going to be it or not. I feel like that's the only time they didn't know. And I have a theory in that case, Gabby thought it was Gabby and Rachel thought it was Rachel. And the surprise was it that was both of them. Together. I don't think they're just like, oh, okay, yeah, like, I'll get on. Like, there's contracts and shit. Yeah, I don't they, know. We I, know they give people, multiple people contracts and it doesn't mean anything. I know. It's so funny when like before Joey was announced, like, cause this is live. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, it, it ain't over till it's over. Like they could pull someone out of the, the woodwork and I wish they pulled someone Joey from the, the audience and not a random from the audience. One of like the people that we know in the audience. Oh, like Brayden was like in Brayden. the audience. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Didn't he look like Johnny Depp? Also a side yeah, note. He's honestly hat. looking better and better. He really looks cute. He has such a vibe about him. I'm excited to see him in paradise. Yeah, I mean, not to bring it back to Ben season because I'm like a fucking broken record, but JoJo was the Bachelorette, but she wasn't announced yet. And she had such a like need to get closure with him, Mm. even though she was already agreed to be the Bachelorette and was announced like 20 minutes after. But she's like, why did you tell me this? When did you know this? Blah, blah, blah. It kind of seemed like Joey was at like such peace with her. Right. It almost like they gave me kind of friend vibes tonight. Well, and maybe uh, from his perspective too, once he looked back on it, he was like, oh yeah, it was always going to be Dotton, not me. We have feelings of love, but we're not in love. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, who it was in the end is Dotton. Mr. Dotton. When she says that it's him, his smile, like that is one of the best moments on the show. Like, truly, this man is so smitten with her, and you could just tell that he's going to just treat her like a queen. Mm -hmm. How tall is this man? I was shocked seeing how tall he is compared to Charity. And then Charity standing on the box and still only (laughs) being, like, a normal height, like, up to him. Someone said when he was on one knee, he was almost her height when he proposed. Which is shocking. No, this man is is large. (laughs) Large and in charge. Large and in charge. Um, I will say also, too, I feel like... And this is a frustration I feel like I've had with the show in general is that, like, I feel like we saw more personality from Dotton when he was sitting on the couch all smitten with Charity than we we saw, again, all season. And I just feel like they're doing this with everyone where they gloss over a lot of people. Like, and I felt the same way about Charity until she became the lead that, like, on Zach's season, we didn't see as much of her magnetic, great personality till she was the lead and then now we're just kind of seeing Dotton's like more goofy side. I'm like, wh- why aren't we seeing these other angles of people? Because it would make us more invested in their storyline. That's also kind of why I'm like, well, I wish it was Pilot Pete. Not maybe not necessarily Joey, because it's like we haven't seen as much of these people. Like we saw him get sad, yeah, but like there are so many different layers to people, and people have goofiness and silly and funny sides and smart witty sides, and we don't see those really when they're contestants on this show. It's only afterwards. I felt the same with Clayton, too. It's just like, I don't get why they keep doing this. Yeah, I know. I agree. We'll obviously, hopefully, see much more of Joey's personality when he is the lead, though. Yeah. And I think if he got along so well with Charity, and we know now that Charity's, like, such a fun chick, yeah. he's probably really cool and fun. No, I know. I just It's just, like, a shame that, like, yeah. I'm yeah. just now seeing, like, a goofy, silly side of Dotton where I feel like the whole season he was very – or he was portrayed, like, very serious all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. And we never really saw this fun side. It's just unfortunate. Wait, one quick thing about the proposal. One line he said stood out to me. He said, Mm -hmm. you've shown me that a good thing can really just be a good thing. And I was like, wow, for like 
skeptics and like pessimists everywhere. That was just like such a sweet thing to hear. Yeah. There doesn't have to be like what? Like a catch? Mm -hmm. It's too good to be true? Like sometimes it could just be good. And that's just sweet. I know. They are really sweet together. I'm hopeful. I am hopeful too. I thought the um, Dancing with the Stars announcement, I'll give it to you, ABC. I liked that it was different. I Mm -hmm. liked that Dotton got to tell her. I thought that was so fucking cool. And I was so excited for Charity, but it's it was so much cooler than Jesse delivering that news. Yeah. Like, her fiancé gets to say it. That's awesome. They also got a trip to Greece, which I think Jesse was hyping up like it was going to change their lives, as just like the cruise. <laughs> which is just, like, I'm like happy for them that they're going to Greece. Looks like a beautiful trip. But it's just like, Jesse, one, this is not life-changing for us who are not going to Greece. And also, too, I'm not sure it'll be life-changing for them either. Like, it's a beautiful trip, but, like, changing lives? Well, <laughs> you texted me and said, like, I don't need to see this. Right. Like, I don't need to see ABC giving them the trip to Greece. But it kind of reminds me of, like, you know when you're tipping in a tip jar and you want the person to see you tip? Because you want the credit. Like, you don't sure. want to just tip them the money. Yeah. You want them to know you gave them the money. ABC doesn't want to just give them a trip to Greece. They want us to know that they gave them a trip to Greece so ABC gets the credit. They want to be looked at as, like, the nice guy. Like, we put you through, like, mental hell on this show, but, like, look, we gave you a trip to Greece. It's all... All's fair in love and war. Okay, fine, but stop telling me it's a life-changing announcement. An announcement that's (laughs) never been done before. It's like, okay, two people are going on vacation. Like, it's happened since the beginning of time, and it'll keep on happening. And each season, you could say it's never been done before, just as long as you change the location. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, we've never given a trip to Greece before. Like, okay, cool. So freaking annoying. Um, and then we had the other life-changing, never-before-seen thing, which was a random girl from the audience gets to be on Joey's season. Woo! And like, while they were uh, doing oh. this, like, no offense to this girl. I'm sure she's lovely, great. It's just like... Leah. Yeah, Leah Le- or yeah. Leah's. Mm, I, don't I don't even remember. know. Leah or Leah. Yeah. I just am like, why are we focusing again on this girl who I don't know, have no, I have no emotions invested in her or her storyline when there's like 15 other people in the audience there that I want to hear from? Yeah. Ask Sweet Nums, how's Peter? Where <laughs> is he? What happened with Kelly? Why right. was she at the after the final rose during Peter season? Right. We, we have really need to questions. get to the bottom of these things. That's like a three year long mystery that we still don't know the answer to. Yeah. So it's just like. Why have these people there? Why was Zach there if we're not going to talk to him? Ask him about Katie. Like, huh? Totally agree. I thought this whole bit, which kind of like started in the beginning and then trickled throughout, was so uncomfortable, so odd. So the girl, Leah, I'm going to call her Leah. It's either Leah or Leah. I'm sorry. I don't remember. It's like basically Um, the same. You're so close either way. So she goes first. She's the first one. But then Mm -hmm. there only ends up being one other girl, which is, right. like, so rude to her that she didn't get chosen. Because, I mean, I don't – well, first of all, Kat and Brooklyn, Brooklyn? Yeah. are in paradise. Right. So, like, we know that they weren't going on – I thought it was really funny when, when Jesse's mom was like, and it could be Brooklyn or Kat. And Kat's face was so yeah. confused. She was like, what the fuck? No one told me this. And then she stood up and then sat back down. Yeah, so Leah is the first person that gets the mic. She goes, should I hold it? Jesse gives her the mic. Mistake number one. She then talks for like five minutes straight and like, bless her heart. She's on fucking mm-hmm. live TV. That's really stressful. And I'm sure a producer told her like, hey, talk about 
about where you're from and dating and blah, blah, blah. But like, Jesse didn't have the mic to then like maybe cut her off or do something that a host would normally do. So it was this awkward several minutes of someone we don't know telling us about her life. And it's again, like, what are we doing? Why are we here? Why? What are we doing with this? Why are we here? I don't know. I also knew she was going to win. Once they, by the time we got to the end and we found out it was Leah, that blonde girl, right. or Brooklyn <laughs> or Kat, and those were our <laughs> options. And I'm like, okay, well, this girl definitely stood out more. Mm-hmm. Who chose? Like, there's factors here. Like, this is kind of similar to when they did America Chooses the First Impression Rose bullshit. Yes, but they at least gave that to be like the illusion of choice. Whereas, like, they didn't even ask anyone to vote this time around. No, that's They're what I'm like, saying. Oh, I'm like, this person. why not include us or pretend to include us? Because they don't care. Like, right, it was just stupid. Girl, it makes no wait, sense. hold up. <laughs> Another shout out to Bachelor Data, but you know how she'll do, like, um, how much screen time was dedicated mm. to each person? I bet you that girl Leah's on that chart. And I'd be, I would like <laughs> to see if she got at least, like, 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. She got more than Aaron B, and he was third. Right. That's crazy. It is crazy. And it's just like, you know, she was picked ahead of time. Like, she was always just going to, like, it was the her. one. That it poor was her. blonde girl was a Right. Pawn. Well, that's why I wonder. I'm like, do you think maybe the blonde girl will, is a contestant as well? Because that's really mean to just, like, say to Ew. some other girl, like, hey, you could potentially be picked for the season. It's just you or another girl. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Wait. Oh, hold up. We're forgetting something. So the... Not just that she gets to be on the season, but the magical card she gets that she has to hold on to for how fucking long (laughs) and then open it once she gets inside the mansion. Thoughts on what this card is going to say? Like, I don't know. Here's a life-changing cruise. Like, No, it's going to say, because he goes, it's not a date card. Well, cool. It's just going to say, good luck from Jesse Palmer. It's going to say, Leah and or Leah, whichever your name is, (laughs) Um, you get to take Joey, like, outside, like, you get a free, like, it's going to be, like, a free fake date because she has to mm. open it night one on the premiere. Yeah. So, and that's going to be what everyone's fighting for him. Or it'll be, like, Leah, you get a rose tonight. I bet it's something like that because he goes, this is definitely going to change everything. And the only thing that would actually change something or mm-hmm. help her is if she had a guaranteed rose. But that's also so fucking dumb. Why are we guaranteeing roses to someone that Joey may not even necessarily like? Right. Also, why do they think that that's what is going to make us more invested in the show? Like, not only are they just, like, breaking the rules for rules' sake, whatever, let's just make it up, cool. If you're trying to make a good show, why do you think, like, you know what's really going to get the audience so excited? We're going to pick a (laughs) random girl and give her a rose. It's like, okay. Wait, also... The only thing worse than, like, teasing a bombshell secret is not even fucking telling us what the secret is. Here's a card, but I've been teasing this for the last three fucking hours, and you can't even (laughs) open this card to tell us what it says. You think what's in that card is that interesting that I'm going to care in three months when I'm watching Joey's season? In the winter, and we're like, oh, let's tune in. I really wonder what that envelope said. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat and need to tune in like four months from now. It's insulting to our intelligence. It's so fucking annoying. You sound like fucking John Paul Jones. Do, do? not insult oh, my in- well, intelligence. Derek. Oh, yeah. Well, don't stop it. It's getting old and it's making me sad. Like, do you think we fall for this shit every single time? 
It's some yes, people we do. do. Here we some are. Some people so. do. It really drives me nuts. But wait, so Joey's season's going to air. It's going to be the January season. Mm-hmm. So it's August. Right. So I'm going <laughs> right. to be like, in ja- it's, the ball's going to drop. It's a new year. I'm going to pretend like I'm going to go on a diet as my resolution. I'm going to mm-hmm. be like, whoa. I'm just days away from finding out what's in that envelope. It's actually really fucking funny. It is funny if it wasn't so sad. It was when Brianna won America's First Impression Rose. I forgot that even happened by the time Zach's season premiered. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, America chose that girl. Okay. Wait, speaking of Bachelor Secrets, though, Brianna is, like, top of my list of, like, biggest conspiracy ever. What happened to that girl? We should message her because she was um, a. Amer- I've tried. She doesn't. She's doesn't gone. Answer. She doesn't respond. And like this girl was America's like first impression. Rose clearly getting special treatment. Remember that she came in last with like a beautiful red rose bachelorette dress. rose yeah. dress. Was getting so much. She was also like pushing for drama at one point. And so I was like, oh, she's clearly in with producers. She's moving the plot along. And then she was gone. And then she didn't show up at the women tell all. And we never heard about her ever again. And I'm Not like, where the fuck is Brianna? And so then I messaged weird. her on Instagram and she didn't respond to me. Actually, wait, no. She deleted her Instagram, remember? The plot thickens. After the women tell all, her Instagram was deleted, so I emailed her. Didn't get a response, but... We could follow up there. I mean, she's still in contract, so I, that could be a reason why no, she's I know, not responding. I want to find my phone. I'm like, did she bring her Instagram back? Because I remember that being a thing, too. Because she wasn't at the Women's Hall All with no explanation, and then we couldn't mm-hmm. find her on Instagram. Where is this girl? What happened to Brianna? What's her last name? Thorburn. And, and it seems like it's here now, but I want to Google... I don't think I made this up. Brianna Thorburn Instagram... No, she definitely deleted. I remember that. Yeah, okay. So I'm not crazy. Yeah, I mean, so Brianna's mystery won't be the only mystery because now we're adding why Barb was there to the long list. But I really just think the answer is they sent out invitations to people that... Yeah, I mean, because it wasn't just like, we're going to give you an invitation so you come to get people talking. No, we're going to zoom in on you a million times throughout the finale. To get your reactions. And it's like... Like, I love that Barb is still just, like, such a talented woman and is, like, giving the reactions that the people are asking for. But it's like, why? Barb There's is no connection. Invested. Barb doesn't yeah. know charity. <laughs> like, she right. doesn't care. And we know firsthand she doesn't watch the show. She doesn't want anything right. to do with the show. Maybe they were just like, oh, this is a fun little date night to go to. Yeah. Sweet Nums I mean, and 747 flyer out on the town. They got mm-hmm. a nice dinner before, and then they're like, oh, let's do a little taping. I'm sure ABC put them up in a nice hotel. Yeah. And, like, you can't pass that up sometimes. True. But, like, still, lame. Stop, guys. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Right. They could have not done that, not done a couple other things. But I mean, I guess congrats to Charity and Dotton. Congrats mm-hmm. to Joey. Congrats to Leah, the star of the night, <laughs> who I don't even know if that's your name or not. And I'm sorry to the blonde girl who, like, they don't even, they don't even explain why they chose one or the, over the nope. other. It's just like, <laughs> it's nope. just like, oh, it's Leah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're running out of time. <laughs> okay. Leah, come out. I know. And then she was kind of long-winded again. Like, you didn't learn yeah. your lesson. It's like when the Academy Award, when you're, like, accepting mm. an award and they cut you off because your your speech goes too long. Like, Jesse needs to, like, step up and be like, you know, okay, it's actually Joey's season. Like, Joey, step up. <laughs> like 
I mean, well, other news that they announced tonight, um, The Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. is going to air starting September 28th yes. on Thursdays. I know. Like, kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Kind of shook up our whole game plan on what to do. So I know. So TBD oh, it's all, on that. It's all airing in one night. So, like, guys, if you're watching both episodes in one night, it's going to feel like a finale night. Which I guess for, like, a regular fan that just enjoys the show... That's probably fine, but for us who have to like take notes and still not go to sleep, not take a mm-hmm. Lumi CBD gummy and just melt into your bed, like we can't do that because we have right. to fucking record after. It's now right. midnight like if you're and just we're having still friends recording. over to have yeah, wine nice. and stuff. Like that's nice and fun. That's a nice excuse to get together on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. But I haven't watched The Bachelor and drank wine in eighty-four years. Honestly, it has been eighty-four years. Well, my friends will text me sometimes, too, and be like, want to come over and watch The Bachelor? I'm like, guys, those days are over for me. (laughs) I'm in too deep. I cannot come over to watch The Bachelor. (gasps) Oh, my God. Well, if you've made it this far, thank you guys so much. Thank you for coming on this journey, Charity's journey along with us. We are taking the rest of the week off because Mm -hmm. celebrating the end of Charity season, we deserve the rest of the week off, okay? So nothing's coming Thursday. We'll be back next week. And we'll know who actually listens to the full recaps by whoever on Thursday will start to hear the rumblings Thursday oh, morning yeah, of like, like what's going on? Where's the podcast? The true, the true thoughts make it to the end. So thank mm-hmm. you guys. Once again, if you guys want to check out Microdose Gummies, they're Lumi CBD Microdose Gummies. Go to microdose.com and use code She's All Batch. That'll get you 30% off and free shipping. I'm going to go take one right now because... Same. It's midnight, and I want to just sink into my bed. Yes. Meet me at midnight. Ooh. Oh, my God. I'm wearing my Taylor Swift sweatshirt, too. So cute. So, okay. on that note, is that it? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches. Hey, guys. I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, one that Stephanie and I have even guested on called Love to See It. It's a smart and progressive, snarky, but affectionate dissection of reality dating shows and what they say about all of us. Culture writers Emma Gray and Claire Fallon recap shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and beyond. And also, guys, they break down every episode in obsessive detail. And they unpack all the weird messages pop culture sends to us about love, sex, and dating. Listen to Love to See It wherever you get your podcasts.